Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and I was muted. Uh, this is Jesus. <laughs> I so messed this up. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> How are it's you, It's been too friend? long, Andrew. It's it, been way dude, it too really long. Has. See, we're just rusty. I, we, A handful of weeks okay. go by. I know. People, we always mute when the music is going, uh, and then we unmute right to say, hello, hello, hello. This is... You know, we're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name is Josh. My name is Andrew. Anyway, dude, I messed it up. And uh, I don't know. You should kick me off the podcast for that. I think it was pretty much a fireable offense, honestly. Boom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's fireable. I feel like we've we've done worse. So, yeah, yeah, it's all good. I first yeah. thought something broke. Uh, when I saw you talking, <laughs> but you weren't talking, and then I realized it, you were still muted, and I can't, I, I can't unmute you from my side. Right, like, right. I would yourself. say it's like probably demerit worthy. Um, you know, if we're being honest, I probably got a demerit or two. Um, for real, yeah. That's a Dude. good question, Andrew. How many referrals or demerits have you gotten in your life? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, to my knowledge, I never got a demerit when I was in college. Um, And what do you mean referrals? Is that like a work thing? Is that like workplace punishment? You're in trouble? I don't know. No, that's just what we called demerits in in my school like growing up. They were called referrals. That's funny. Which is funny. Yeah. That they're called referrals that you think about it. Maybe the teacher was referring me to punishment <laughs> that's why they were saying to the principal i don't know why it's called referrals yeah, <laughs> I should look into yeah. That. you know what i never did you get me in school i got sent to the principal's office a couple times uh but never even got like a in-school suspension or detention what? any of that Never. Such a freaking um, goody goody over here. Gosh, dude, that's why closest, we're going to kick up the podcast. The closest I got to a lot of trouble was in sixth grade when I, I swear, and I've told this story at some point, but I pulled the fire alarm with my binder uh, on accident because I was being awkward and nervous and a girl was walking down the steps who had a crush on. So I like <laughs> got way too far out of the way. And I swear my the like zipper on my binder stuck in the fire alarm and I pulled my arm down and I felt this thing go click. And then I was walking up the steps. It was just me. And I'm like, I nailed that. I was so smooth, you know, and then I was walking up the steps and I hear wah, 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 like flashing lights. And I look back and the handles down and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so I, uh. I went to class like nothing happened, uh, and I was funny. sweating bullets. And uh, that girl who I had a crush on for uh, five seconds um, immediately went and told the teachers, "Yeah, I saw Andrew. He pulled the fire alarm. He totally did it on purpose." <laughs> I'm like, oh crap! That's but yeah, funny. when I when I went to the principal's office, I was like, I am in so much trouble. But to this day. I swear it was on accident. And I think they believed me because they didn't actually like send me home or give me any problems, you know, but I could have got suspended for sure <laughs> for that one. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, man. I had plenty of referrals growing up. I Did feel you? like I was always, shoot, my eighth year, I probably spent more time in the fourth grade classroom and in school suspension than I did in my own classroom. Wow. 
Man, did you learn a lot from it? Was that uh, was that beneficial to your life, Josh? Is that helpful for you? I wouldn't say I, I learned a lot from it because again, my <laughs> right. sophomore year of high school, I got a couple more referrals. Uh, right. One of them I got out of though, and that's when I learned I could talk myself out of things. There you uh, go. And then the second one I got kicked out of art uh, because Mrs. Mushroomhead didn't like me, uh, but she was rude. So. <laughs> Mrs. Mushroomhead. Uh, did you call her that? Yeah, Is that was, why yeah. you got? I did. I did call her that. No, she was the. She was just. She was extremely condescending and rude. And my personality is: if you're going to be an ass, I'm going to teach you a lesson, and I'm going to be an ass back because you shouldn't teach. You shouldn't treat your teacher, your your students like this. So that's what I did. I made her. You're like, I will take it up on myself to teach you this lesson, teacher. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> And uh, she did. learned. Uh, she eventually yeah. actually got fired. Um, wow! After I think at the end of the semester they renew her contract kind of thing. But wow! Uh, yeah, she was. She even called my house to complain about me. And my yeah. mom said, "Well, if you talk to your students like you're talking to me, I can understand why you have a problem controlling your classroom." Wow! Uh, and I That's was like, awesome. "Damn, go mom!" I was still in trouble. Way to I was be like, "Go mom. mom!" That is awesome. We used to That's take my up. brother's beanie babies and we'd rip them open and get the beans yeah. out of them. And yes. there was a mechanical pencil that has like a metal sleeve on it and you could slide yes. the metal sleeve off. Well, the beans uh-huh. fit perfectly inside that sleeve. Yes, we they did. Dude. Okay. Next level. On that, back of a mushroom head. My, my friend James and I figured out you could take a Bic pencil, a simple plastic Bic pencil and a film canister, and you could cut the Bic pencil, um, in such a way that it was basically, uh, you know, a gun um, and cut a little hole in the top of the big pencil itself, put a rubber band on and a film canister on top and attach it, dude, and make a hole. We literally made little guns <laughs> that were like with those. And and this was way back in the day. So I don't think I ever sold any, but uh, James was literally selling these things on the school bus on the way to school and uh, <laughs> eventually got in trouble because they figured out like that's the reason there's all these tiny plastic BBs everywhere is James. James is selling these automatic, uh, semi-automatic uh, plastic BB shooters. Uh, and we were in like fourth grade or something, but... <laughs> Yeah, my man. brother, my brother and I lived together uh, right after high school in our early twenties. And when I moved out of that house, like I probably picked up easy twenty thousand BBs, like airsoft BBs wow. from inside that house. We just shoot so each other constantly. Believe oh, it or so. not, and I know this isn't anywhere near our subject, but believe it or not, my wife Jana got suspended in high school. Um, I think she's in the kitchen. Maybe she'll come tell the story, but essentially she's like great student as you'd expect, you know, killing it really responsive, really respectful of her teachers, good reputation, all that stuff. And she of like, she went to a pretty rough school, but she got caught one day, like leaving early to go pick up lunch. And I think she was actually, planning to come back like she just drove somewhere to get lunch and was coming back or maybe walked across the road because it was like in the city and she got caught and they gave her a suspension and like when they sent her home and called her parents they're like wait why what'd she do 
oh, that's fine. <laughs> They're like, no worries. You know, she can be suspended for a day. But of like all her siblings, she was the best behaved, like best, you know, grades, all that stuff. And she got suspended. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think it taught her a lot is what I'm trying to say. I think the, the lessons my brother, stuck. My, my brother got suspended <laughs> for looking at pornography once at school. Oh, uh, no. It wasn't really pornography. It was actually a joke website that I told him to go to. Uh, oh, no. And there was like a picture of like old lesbian women. Um, like shirtless oh. it was like some kind of it was like memes before memes were a thing uh, right. and, and i was like dude oh, no. you don't go to it like at school <laughs> what are you? you thinking but he i think he was thinking out of school that. suspension for it like it was a big deal i don't remember it i should ask him about it. oh man you remember that time man. he spent it because he went to that website i told you to go to i wonder if he remembers the website <laughs> we used oh, to also man. try to get friends on school computers to go to pinisland.com um and <laughs> And see if they get busted. Just yeah. spell it out if you're like, what's pinisland.com? Don't type it into your browser. I don't yeah. know what shows up now. Another but, one uh, that we did, we never we never did that, but we got for, we got people to go to me at spin.com, which you just spell it out and it's meatspin.com. Gross. I can only imagine you what can that imagine. Is. You can imagine it's, it's it's oh, and so it's really funny. hard to click out of. And when you finally click it, flash before it closes, it flashes. You sat through 15 spins or whatever the number was. Oh, gosh. Like, terrible. So dumb. That's but funny. one of those high school pranks that the other, like, the other like, one. Yeah, there's some send. really cool games over there. You should go check it out. Oh. That's pretty funny. That's what, yeah, that was always the line. But well, the other one we tried to get people on was uh, there was a video. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the premise was. I think the title was like uh, C2 Hot Blondes, whatever. Uh, and when you went to it, it like there's like a, a screen that comes up and says, it's really quiet. Turn up your volume. Uh, oh, and no. then it like says it again. <laughs> and then now your volume's all the way up. And it just starts at the, at the loud as it can. It's like, I love gay porn. I love gay porn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, uh, I just remember. I, I just remember sitting in my computer science class, like my junior year of high school, and like two rows back, all you hear is that. You're like, oh, that's amazing. Somebody got him. Somebody got them. Oh, got man. Him. All I did in that's computer so science crazy. was play, play Halo. I just played Halo. Play Halo. How in the world could you play Halo during computer science? Did you like have an Xbox hooked up? Like, when the world? No, I was like on the computer. And we played oh, okay. against each other. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really play wow. like computer games like that then. Um, so it was wow. all new to me. But we, we were in Visual Basic was the programming language we were learning. And we all made fake start bars on our old Windows XP computers. So when somebody you would um, switch over. You know, came in to view our computer while we're in it, all they saw was these applications, you know, the applications <laughs> we wanted to see open. Uh, so you guys not, learned. You, and not Halo. You learned plenty. I guess, you know, you learned enough to, to that fake was, it. That was or, the same teacher. That was the same teacher. So we, I went through that class with him and then I had another class on C++ with him and he had no idea what C++ was and he had no <laughs> idea to te- how to teach it. So instead of doing my homework every night, I would study the textbook to come up with questions I knew he couldn't answer. And I would ask him in front of the class <laughs> with research notes. So he'd be like, Josh, because his line was always, Josh, you need to read the textbook. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. On page 16, it says this, this, and this, but it doesn't fully explain that that other concept. Can, like, can you explain that? I looked in the table of content in the, in the back, and I, I can't find that concept anywhere. And this is before, oh. like, the internet was the internet. So, like, you weren't And you wonder why you got some, more, like, AOL. you wonder why you got demerits. You never demerits me or kicked me out of the referrals. class, though. <laughs> the worst part That's of that funny, story man. is, though, I'm years later, I'm now working at a church. Uh, and I'm walking out with somebody for lunch, uh, and this is the middle of the day, uh, and he comes riding his bike like through the parking lot, and I was just like, "Hey, Mister," and said his name. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, dude, I I probably got that guy fired. <laughs> like, oh, it's probably man. my fault. He's not working in the middle of the day. Oh no, uh, but oh, he man. probably shouldn't have been teaching well, class in the first place. So, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> somebody finally caught up with them." Uh, after 10 yeah. years of teaching it, they realized he had no idea what it was. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was like dude. His first time. Yeah, it was weird. Man, I don't even know how we got on that topic, but that was fun. And if, you, uh, if you're new to the show and you're like, wait, why is this titled This Jesus Life Podcast? It's not a trick. It is actually, we tend to talk quite a bit about our relationship with the Lord and one another and Jesus and all of that. Um, but... As you can see, Josh and I uh, also like to just be lighthearted and see where things go. So that's kind of what I think we're going to do today. If you uh, have been listening, you know we just kind of wrapped up a season of um, all kinds of relationship-focused conversations. So it was really about like if Christians are going to be real and effective that they should be awesome at, at relationship with one another and with God. Um, and we kind of walked through 10 episodes, maybe 11 of like using some great questions and prompts, um, to build relationship with one another and model that and try to give, uh, anybody tools that would want some tools of like, I could do this in my life. I just need one or two people, uh, that, that want to do this too. Um, so we're going to continue in that vein uh, in our next season. We don't have an exact title, but we're going to look at kind of the way Jesus related to people um, through quite a few uh, texts in the Bible and um, try to just bring like some of the relational dynamics out there and things that challenge us, things that we like, that we're similar to, things that we're not as similar to, but would like to be all of that. So we're going to go into that, um, but today it's kind of that in-between, and it's honestly just been a while since we talked because Josh and I, uh, unbeknownst to us, but we perfectly timed uh, some vacations. So I went on a camping trip and beach trip. Josh went on a beach and family trip, and uh, we had some time away uh, coupled with some crazy work on either side of that. So it's been a few weeks, and we figured we would start with kind of a how is it with your soul? How are you doing? Discussion. Um, what are you learning these days? What's God teaching you? All of that. So, Josh, my friend, uh, I hope you haven't got any demerits recently, but it was fun to hear some uh, about some in the past. Um, dude, how are you? How How is life? Like, how's how are you doing? You know, um, and and what's God teaching you these days? Or what do you feel like you might want to teach you these days? Yeah, uh, probably lots of things God's teaching me. Um, our uh, leadership team with with the church just completed a, a fast last night, so we broke it together. Wow! 
one of the things that we were were asking or praying through was um, for, I guess this is twofold. One was to get God to give us just discernment on when to speak and when not to speak, when to engage and not to engage. You know, so much of what we do is relational in nature. Um, and, you know, we're trying to help people grow in their relationship with Jesus. But, you know, that a good portion of that's dependent on how much relational collateral you have with people. Um, so, you know, when do we speak up? When do we push and challenge? And, and then when do we keep our mouth shut? Um, which is kind of the discernment that we were asking God for. And there's a lot of cool stories that came out of that uh, journey. I'm excited to hear even more stories coming out of it over the next few days, at least for me, that's it's after you in the fast where you kind of get those realizations about things. But yeah, um, yeah, that's kind of been the big thing that the second thing we were praying for is just, um, you know, recognizing where God has already done work in our hearts personally to get us ready for this next season. Um, and then what, what work still needs to be done um, in our hearts. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we as disciple makers can't um, uh, lead someone, you know, to a place we've never been. Um, so, yeah. you know, so much of what we do is, is dependent on our ability to foster a relationship with Jesus so he can lead that sanctification process and, and lead us to change um, so we can, you know, be changed by him and know him better. Um, so I, I think there's been a lot of areas where God has been working, an area that I'm kind of coming out of that it's God been working over the last few months. And it's funny how God works, even with the fasting, like, you know, yeah. God, like you have a bunch of what feel like random conversations. Sorry if you're hearing a buzz mm-hmm. on the, on the, on the thing. I don't I'm know not, if Mike's picking it I'm up. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Apparently my, my dryer, my dryer just finished and it's buzzing behind me and it's pretty loud. Um, but, uh, even with fasting, like I had this idea of like, Oh, I wonder, or I shouldn't say idea. I should say just a thought, a prompting of like, oh, I yeah. wonder we should fast as a team as we get ready for the summer and, and dig into the things we're trying to dig into. And, um, that's as far as it went for me. Like I didn't think much of it after that. Uh, probably should have, but I didn't. And then uh, one of our other leaders reached out and started asking me a bunch of questions about fasting. So they know I fasted before yeah. and I'm uh, going through all that. And, you know, they, they say they're, they're going to fast as well, or they're going to start a fast. And I was like, Oh, that's great. We should, we should actually all start a fast. I was just thinking about this a couple of days ago. Uh, and that's kind of how it all started. And everybody jumped oh. in pretty quick, but uh, cool. for a lot of them, it's the first time they've ever fasted uh, definitely that yeah. long. So, um, that was kind of cool. And then yeah. it's also kind of determined for us that, you know, as a part of Hill city culture, um, we'll encourage our people to fast every, the start of every year. Um, wow. and you know, we'll, we'll do it for 21 days. We'll you know, allow wow. people to figure out where they want to go, but, um, we'll just kind of build that into our rhythm <clears throat> as a church. But that's kind of exciting to you of just the things that kind of came out of that. Um, uh, and then the other thing, I, that's how I started this conversation was, uh, um, sorry, I'm trying to fix my microphone and still talk at the same time. It didn't work. Um, uh, the other thing God's been teaching me is, uh, I think I might've talked about this on the podcast too, but it came from, you know, it came from a conversation with my coaching group. We were talking about it. A couple of conversations with different friends. We were talking about it. Um, but you know, your, your ability to show empathy and compassion to people, which is, you know, hugely important in in what we try to do as, as disciple makers um, is limited by your ability uh, to feel that emotion yourself. Um, not that you have to 
have gone through the same exact things that they've gone through, but you know, can you connect their experience of loss to a moment of loss in your life? Not mm-hmm. so you guys are on the same playing field and you can right. be like, you know, everyone feels this, but like that you can feel right. the emotion of what they're feeling, at least to small, some small extent. So you can right. relate to them better and just be there with them in the midst of it. Yeah. So God's been doing a lot of work and just identifying emotions, even us going through and like, um, I think one week, even during conversations. So if you haven't had opportunity yeah. to listen to conversations, go back um, 10 episodes ago, I guess it was, and and go through those. But if you just want to hear Andrew and I get really mushy and, and weird. Yeah, go into the last uh, one. You can go yeah. to the last episode and just check mm-hmm. out that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just how do we identify emotions in my own life? Um, so I have some kind of bearing to be able to help identify emotions in other people's lives, or at least yeah. identify them internally for me. So I can hmm. um, show empathy and, and uh, compassion towards that. So I think that's a big piece too. Um, that's that cool. Been teaching man. me recently. Um, those are probably that's the big awesome. two. But how about you, dude? Uh, I'll answer that in just a sec. Uh, but I wanted to um, ask. I know we've talked about it in the past, but fasting, like that's that's something that, for to be honest, I've always been like, how in the world does Josh twenty fast that long? Because <laughs> you've done it multiple times and often you don't even announce in, that it's happening, you know, in a, in a setting like this, but, but you go big on fasting. And I just wanted to ask, like, what's the, what's the reason you keep coming back to that? Um, I know it's biblical, you know, but like for you just personally, why do you, why do you keep coming back to that? And why is it important enough that you want it to be a part of Hill City's culture of like, this is something we do as leaders here and this is something we invite, you know, everybody into. Yeah. Um, so at the core of everything that, that I do um, in terms of spiritual disciplines, like I'm trying to foster a relationship with Jesus, right? That's, that's my goal. Um, whether it's, you know, reading the Bible every morning or in prayer and conversation or fasting, like I'm, I'm trying to foster a relationship with Jesus. Um, for me, uh, fasting just has this unique ability and I, I stumbled into it and I'll tell the story in a second, but, um, <clears throat> yeah. fasting has this unique ability to just refocus me and, and draw me back in. It's, it's super unspiritual yeah. in the midst of the fasting. Like I don't feel like, Oh, these moments with God, but I don't feel yeah, just mountain experience and, and valley lows <laughs> anymore either. Like, right. I, I've learned right. how to always be connected with God. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, that's the one thing that like draws me back in, I think has the power to draw yeah. other people back towards Jesus as well. Um, but for me, like the long, I've always fasted probably since high school. I I think my, um, youth pastor probably introduced us to it. Um, and it was more fasting for something. Um, so it was like, um, let's fast Mm -hmm. that someone gets healed or let's fast that this, you know, comes to be as we're asking God for, um, which I don't know. I, I, we don't have any, we don't have any scriptural evidence that that's a thing in the new covenant. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and to me it's really easy to get to a place where it's just manipulation, right? It's just yeah. transactional. Mm-hmm. God, I'm doing this for you. Now do what I now do what I want for me. Right. Um, and that's the opposite of what the life with Jesus looks like and feels like and um, yeah. should be. Um, so for me, it, you, no matter what spiritual discipline you're practicing, it should always come back to, is it deepening your relationship with Jesus and fostering your relationship with Jesus? Um, and that's what fasting does for me. It fosters that relationship. That's cool. Um, yeah. It, kind of refocuses a lot of things makes you know the important things the important things and the unimportant things the unimportant things like it just yeah. uh, resets priorities 
um, as well. And I think, I think that's big and helpful. Um, I'll link to it on our, um, um, show notes. So if you go to this podcast.com, um, but I wrote an article on my website a while back about fasting, the 21 day fast and I'll link it, but it's, it's called only fasting is only for super Christians and the argument is not true. But, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and give you some kind of tips and tricks on how to do it and that's cool. why I do it. And the fact that, you know, when you're in the midst of it, you don't, you don't talk about it. Like, don't, don't lose right. out on Jesus' blessings. Right. Um, what he has for you, I should say. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Dude, that's cool. I, um, I was just curious cause it's some, I haven't actually fasted for a long time, um, for a while, quite a while at this point. Um, and it's, it's just cause it's hard it's so hard to do um and inconvenient some of our yeah some of our leaders have never fasted in their life and we just fasted for 72 hours so their first fast was 72 that's cool that's cool yeah i i would be able to do that yeah man that's pretty intense and it does it really does um create space you know uh to when you're not eating and you're kind of for me in the past when i have fasted it's like hey when you have when you're feeling really hungry and just thinking about that, take that energy and apply it to prayer, you know, yeah. use that. Like I just want a burger so bad and just apply it to like, I'm just going to pray for 10 minutes until my mind is kind of off this. And that's the yep. intent anyways. Like I'm going to spend more time with God. Um, and yep. I don't know, God always shows up in that faith context. Too, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Faith and trust is increases because he proves that, you know, he's, he is sustaining you. Um, yeah. Like when I, the first time I ever fasted for that long, um, I think I was reading an audio book or maybe I was listening to a podcast. I'm like, I was on a road trip and yeah. there was a pastor talking about it and they did it as a church, uh, every started every year. Um, wow. and I couldn't shake it. You're like, that's, that's mind boggling 21 days. Mm-hmm. And like, it this is. is true of my faith it in is. general. Like I've always been ignorant enough to just do something without <laughs> really understanding the repercussions of that. You're like I could, I'll um, dive in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I quit playing hockey in a moment's in a moment in time. I played yeah. one more game um, because right. I just felt like that's what God said to do. So I'm ignorant enough just to do it. So I remember yeah. I couldn't shake it, and I was trying to figure out, well, I wasn't trying to figure out how to do it. I was just trying to figure out when I should do it because I right. know, you know, Matthew, you know, in uh, Matthew, Jesus is very clear that, you know, put on your good face, you know, get all dressed up and yeah. nice. Don't let people know you're fasting yeah. uh, because if they're going to, if man's going to give you praise, you've gotten what you've gotten. Yep. Um, you're not going to get anything else. And yep. in the midst of that, um, I picked the days. So I picked a, a story and we might even shared the story. Yeah. We talked about fasting years ago. I think so. Um, you yeah. probably find it in our, in our, uh, early episodes, but, um, uh, I started fasting and fast and I figure out like, when can I do this best where I wouldn't have to explain yeah. it to people? Um, like you don't want to end up at a party or you're supposed to be eating and you're not eating. Right. Uh, then you have to explain it to a bunch of people. Uh, so I set those and the day that I started that fast, like my, my, my life blew up with my, my, yes, it did. my boss, like, yes, it was, did. And, it, and it progressively got worse uh, from there over the years. But like, it was in the midst of that, that I was able to carry a fair amount of hope um, and not even concerned about losing my job. I actually started looking for a job um, during that season. Cause I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Um, but God said, stick it out, stay faithful. And so I did for another two years and then it all imploded again. But, um, it was in that, that like, I was just able to have a level of faith and hope. Um, and I would say I credit it to the fact that I was fasting. So I was connecting with Jesus on deeper yeah. levels. Um, and that was the thing that kind of pushed me through and got me through it that, um, 
I don't think I would have experienced, I would have right. uh, engaged with it the same way if, if I didn't, uh, if it wasn't fasting at that time. So it's kind of cool, those moments. So it was God's yeah. provision of like, hey, I'm going to get you. I didn't even know that that was going to happen. I had no clue that. I know. And we were, you know, we were meeting every week at that time to do accountability, encourage each other, all the things. And yeah, I remember it was like almost this, uh, it just, you know, I could tell God was in it because your responses to all each step of the situation. And honestly, your, your responses in that three weeks, like kept blowing my mind. You just kept showing up hopeful and level-headed and like calm and like, no, God's got this. Like, yeah, it sucks. And here's what just happened, you know, and it just kept going almost worse and worse, but I don't know. But uh, I don't know. It was a way that the Holy Spirit was like, rely on me in this time um, for sure. Well, shoot. After I ended my fast, uh, yeah, like within that next week, I I quit my Mm -hmm. job. (laughs) I said, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And then I got talked into sticking it out and staying, but um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a crazy moment, but it learned so much through it too. Like I learned a lot about myself. I, I learned yeah. a lot about how I treated other people. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people I reached out to during, you know, the next couple of weeks after that and, and apologized yeah. of like, man, I'm, I'm leading you the same way I'm getting led and this is how it feels. And, and for that, I'm, I'm so sorry. And it healed yeah. a lot of relationships and past, in, you know, employee interactions and that kind of stuff too. So, yeah. um, you know, I think it's just, it's a moment of time that you can refocus on the important things, mm-hmm. let the yep. um, craziness of life and the distraction of life kind of just slip away for a little bit. Uh, but yep. I don't, and I, and I said this earlier, but like, I think it's important. I don't have like these spiritually high moments hmm. um, on fasting. Like that's not the case. It's normal right. day, even kill. Like there's nothing crazy about it um, in terms of emotional responses or something like that. Um, right. Because that's really like, let's be honest, that's typically what we call a spiritual high. Like it's an emotional response to something, uh, yep. not necessarily uh, uh, God moving. But yeah, I yeah. think I've talked yeah, plenty man. now. Andrew. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I just um, kept uh, you talking and I didn't mean to do that. But thanks for uh, carrying pretty the good. show. You grew something on uh, your arm, it looks like. I grew something on my arm. It is a 18 month old uh, that I'm holding. And, uh, you know, she just woke up from her nap. And she's trying to grab the microphone. Um, so yeah, she wants to be on the podcast. And she is. Hello. She just bit the mic, everybody. Uh, she can't hear you because I have my headphone in, but she's looking at you like, what is happening? But, dude, um, you asked, how am I? What's God doing in my life? Yeah. And, uh, and I'll do my best to have this be reasonable. Hey, could you let go? No, it's, <laughs> no, it's like a teddy mic. <laughs> I know. But uh, I, I should go get her teddy bear. But um, man, God is God is good. Like I just came off um, a pretty pretty cool vacation trip, uh, really adventure. Where for about I think it was nine days we were gone. We went camping in two national parks, uh, and we joined my family for part of uh, the week at the beach in between. Um, and man. It was really cool. Um, like seeing, seeing our girls love nature and love family and love all the, the new and change was like really, really fun, you know? And I can't like, I, you could call it a vacation, but it was definitely like an adventure, a series of adventures in a trip, you know, because parks we had never been to time with cousins and family at the beach, like really good. But 
far from like kicking my feet back. That's going to be like years from now. Uh, Or if my wife and I go on a trip alone and it's not with our girls for a while and that's okay. But, uh, but it was really good. The, I was reflecting on it. I was a little annoyed about it a few times, but uh, in both the parks we were in at our campsites, we had like just zero phone signal, you know, like maybe enough to, to call 911, not enough to like, you know, check your email or even send text messages or whatever. But man, yeah, I was annoyed a few times because like trying to navigate to trailheads and do that. However, um, man, it was a real gift to just like unplug from technology get away, have quiet, have campfires in the evening, all that stuff. Like it was, it was really good. Um, really, really good. So, uh, in that space, I don't know. I, I think I just, uh, came back feeling a little more lighthearted and and a little more rested, you know, from intentionally disconnecting. So I don't think God like taught me anything huge in that, but it was a good reminder of like, man, Every once in a while, I do need to unplug and just focus on not worrying about where's my phone or what's going on in the email or what calendar appointment do I have, but just like enjoy God's creation, you know? So, um, so it was really good, man. Um, yeah, the, the one thing I had a conversation, it was one of those ones that would be easy to, to discount, but actually just yesterday, it's came back to my mind a bunch of times um, and a senior leader in our organization, which is a, a Christian organization and pretty mission driven. Um, he was talking about like our brand, you know, like what is the brand of the place I work and what do we want to be? How Like all these great things. But he made a point of of talking about when he was talking about the mission, he's like, should we bow to the mission, you know, as employees of this? Should we bow to the mission? And and his answer was a resounding, like, no, <laughs> bow to God, be excited about the mission, you know, like be be glad you can be a part of it, use your talents in it, but you don't bow to the mission. Because if you do that, like one, you're making an idol. Uh, two, you're going to eventually burn out because you're like, I'm going to give every waking waking moment I have to this mission. And that's what I'm about, you know, when really it's, it's not the mission. It's not what Christ has called us to. It's, uh, it's just something that can honor him if we do it in his name and, and trying to live as he lived along the way. Um, but it was a cool idea. And for me, it struck me because it's like, man, it's easy to put things in God's place uh, for me in my life. Like it's easy to check the boxes of, Oh, I have that covered. I don't need any help there. This is good to go. And, and like, I can confidently say in this moment, I'm not bowing to the mission of the place I work, even though it's a good one. It's not, it's not God, you know? Um, So it's kind of cool, but it was a good reminder of like, don't, don't do that. Don't make your, your church God, let God be God. Don't make your job God. Even if it's like really a great God honoring mission, it's not God, you know, um, it's a mission. It's not the mission. Yeah. Uh, it's not the great commission. So anyway, man, that was a cool reminder. And one of those conversations I just had kind of out of the blue yesterday that, that I was reflecting on. 
There's one more thing, except I got to go grab uh, my 18-month-old that just walked away. So I will be right back, my friend. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I'll take this opportunity. Uh, we have a partnership with a uh, app called Dwell. Um, you'll hear us talk a lot on this podcast about fostering relationship with God, um, spending time with God, building relationship. You know, God plays by the same relationship rules that relationship plays with, with another human being. Um, so there needs to be trust. There needs to be vulnerability. There needs to be time, conversation, humility, right? All of those types of things. And a great tool that, to help you uh, start in that journey of start having conversations with God is, is Dwell. Dwell is a Bible reading app, but it isn't like your typical Bible reading app or what you'll find in the Bible app. You know, that, that monotone dude in, of, of the NIV, no offense to him, he did a great job, but um, also a little bit bland. Um, these people that uh, read on the Dwell app are passionate about God's word, passionate about their relationship with Jesus. Um, and a great, it's a great jumping off point for you to start having a relationship um, with Jesus and foster relationship yourself. Um, so definitely check it out. Um, I'm going to play this ad for him and then I'll give you a little bit more details on how to find him. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form. And Hey, do you ever get tired of hearing your own voice in your head when you're reading the Bible? Yeah, my voice is lame. I need a new inner monologue. Have you heard of the Dwell app? It allows you to have scripture read to you by a variety of incredible voices, wherever you are. That's incredible. Now, if it only had amazing background music to accompany it. Of course they do. The music calms the mind, so you can remember scripture better. And you can impress people with all your Bible knowledge. My insecurities would flee before me. I will become the greatest Christian ever. You need prayer. And you can find Dwell at thisjesuslifepodcast.com forward slash dwell. Thisjesuslifepodcast.com forward slash dwell. And if you do uh, check them out, shoot us an email and let us know your experience. Um, how's it working for you? How's it fostering a relationship with Jesus for you or, or starting that process of doing that for you? And you can email us at hello at thisjuicelifepodcast.com. Um, but that That's is right. Dwell. And Andrew is back. I'm back. Andrew. I'm back. I was trying to think of like one last question for you, but I can't remember the one last question. So let me just talk about the next series. Um, we start a, ne- a yeah. new series next week now that we've been off for... I don't know if it was two yeah. weeks or three weeks. I don't remember. I don't know. Episodes. You know, between missed, a week and a month. We missed somewhere in there. Yeah, we missed. Some I would time. say we missed you guys that are listening. But let's be honest, I, I didn't miss you guys. Uh, I missed talking because you're to not you, Josh. actually. I did. Here. I did. I missed talking. I missed talking to you, to you and I missed talking, it. and I missed doing the podcast. Right. Right. I didn't right, necessarily right. miss the listeners of the podcast because. Sure. Unfortunately, listeners, you're just you're not actually sitting here with us, and that's kind right. of hard. And I'm not going to lie to you and say that I did because that would yeah. be a lie and not true. Thanks for keeping yourself honest. But we're you know? so glad that you listen. We're glad that we're helpful, <laughs> and we're glad that you know. Hopefully, we give you a little bit of some Jesus and helpful information and and knowledge and next steps and and all that fun stuff. And it isn't just. Uh, all fun and uh, you know the pranks that we pulled on our friends uh, growing up, <clears throat> but yeah. So we started a new series. We're, we're we don't really have a name for it. We don't really have an exact topic for it. But essentially, we just want to go right. through the life of Jesus and talk about uh, really his humanity, 
do a, like right. a, a dive into how did he interact with his disciples, with others around him, just so we get a better picture of who Jesus is and who Jesus was in, in the physical form um, and kind of talk through that. So we'll do that over the next few weeks, probably to finish out our summer. Um, that will be our topic at hand. And we'll just, That's right. I don't know if we'll go through chronologically through Jesus' life or we'll just pick stories yeah. um, in general. I don't know. At some point we'll figure that out before we record for next week. Uh, but yeah. that's the plan. That's kind of what we're going to dig cool. into. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure yeah. that out, people. Uh, Sorry, the, Josh. I keep jumping why, in on the you. Big, right. You're good. The big why uh, is like you're probably not spending time with Jesus now. <laughs> um, I would, I, I would suspect there's a reason for that, and usually it's because either you believe something not true about God, um, or you've applied a characteristic to God that isn't true of his character that's keeping you at a distance and not wanting you to engage him. Um, and I would argue he's, he's definitely more than engageable, full of grace, um, even in the midst of the ugliness of your life and the worst parts and times of your life, like God is there and he's, he's in the mess with you. Um, so he's definitely worth engaging with. So we wanted to go through just, you know, Jesus, you know, living here on earth is the, is the physical representation and character of God. Um, so yep. there's a lot we can learn about who Jesus is and who God is um, through the, through that conversation. So that's, that's the why we, we'd love for you to journey with us. If you didn't have an opportunity to check out um, the last series we called conversations, definitely check that out. Check out our website and go back on whatever yeah. podcast platform you're listening on and check out that season. Um, as we talked about, um, just conversations, relational conversations, how do we relate to each other, how do we relate to God. Um, uh, I think it was it was hugely helpful for me as we just talked through some things. And mm-hmm. um, even at times where like it felt extremely uncomfortable, it was yeah. uh, very beneficial. Um, yeah. Even though, you know, we're not the touchy-feely kind of guys. So I'll take right. it. That is what it is. We joked about doing a whole episode on discouragement because our last one was so high and, and encouraging, you know, that we're like, we got to sure. we gotta humble each other a little bit. But we decided against it. Decided against it. Um, but hey, I, I know we have this in the outro, my friend. But uh, for real, anybody taking the time to listen, and if you're still listening 40 minutes in, Thanks. Like, it is really cool that you do that. Um, and in whatever way is comfortable for you, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can email us. You can, like, any, our website gives uh, all kinds of ways to get a hold of us. And we'd love to hear, like, what impact is this having on your life? Um, not because Andrew and Josh are great, uh, but, like, what's God doing in your life as a result of hearing something and being sparked by the Holy Spirit to do something about it uh, in this podcast. So if you ever have stories about that, please let us know. Um, but but thanks for taking the time to actually listen. Like it's pretty meaningful. And the fact that people do listen is, is why we keep doing this. Um, I don't know, maybe Josh and I would do this and just not record it if, uh, if you weren't here, if it wasn't a podcast, but I'm glad we're doing it this way. So thanks for listening. Yeah. And always just reach out and say hi. You can DM, yeah. DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's probably the only platform you want to DM us on. Uh, yeah. If you message us on Facebook, I don't think Andrew yeah, probably or, not going to see that. Not. Yeah. Yeah. So, probably yeah. not. See. Or if you have, I haven't checked it in months and months. So if you didn't message us on Facebook, <laughs> no, no, I would have got a notification jerk. on Instagram. So I don't think so. Me. I don't think so. Uh, oh, that's uh, true. I think we do. Uh, yes. Yeah. Messages just say hi. You know, one of us will definitely yeah. respond and say hi yeah. to you. Um, 
but uh, yeah, we appreciate you listening. Uh, share us out to those around you. Um, actually, yeah. if you message us with your address, uh, I will send you a This Jesus Life podcast sticker with the new what? brand. Uh, we'll send up. that your way just as a thank you. you don't you have to pay us? You don't have, we'll even pay the 55 or 58 cents, whatever it is right now for postage. Yeah. We'll um, handle it. That your we way, will cover that. Say, thanks yes. for listening. Uh, but yeah. Uh, shoot us a DM, shoot us a, an email, and we'll definitely get that sent off your way. Um, yeah. yeah, Andrew, dude, as always, my buddy, my friend, my, I don't have another word, my other co-host? person that I talk to on a regular basis. Co-labor? Your co-host, my pal? co-host, my pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always good to see you. I'm glad good your trip you, was amazing. Yeah, I'm looking thanks, forward man. to more of your camping trips and camping stories. Yes. The chickens are well. Yes. Uh, and all that fun stuff. I'll tell you a chicken story next time, man. Something something happened, but we'll save it. That's a little bit of you should listen next time. Oh, but, cliffhanger. Dude, <laughs> dude good man. to talk to you, my friend. And, uh, and I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for doing this. He's going to play that game with you guys. He's just going to leave you on a moment. I got a story, but he's not going to tell you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer to your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.